Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What is happening, beautiful people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with the purpose. Our mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is, he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So this platform has been built on the pillars of respect, communication and consistency. So we get to know each other so we can love one another. We have a segment called The Makings of You, where we have our guests to come on and we have a one-on-one conversation with them. And we ask them about their childhood, their upbringing, their perspective on life and points of view. Then they come back on with a panel of all our other guests and we have a discussion about hair, makeup, child welfare, beauty standards, you name it. All things that deal with culture and things that deal with life because that's how we can have growth, conversation, and understanding. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Also go to our website where you can find the rest of our content as well as our merchandise at everythingculture.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, IG, as well as TikTok. We're all over. But we want to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your love. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to go to our website at everythingculture.com and go to contact and leave your information and we will follow up with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming back. Um, this is a podcast where we basically, we meaning me, myself, and I, talk about anything. Um, the topic today for episode 21 is they still hang us, blood forever on the leaves. And I'm going to go into what I mean by that in today's climate of what we deal with in society as people, as human beings, still people don't get it. What's up? Alright, so today's episode is kind of, I don't know, negative but positive that we get to talk about it, I get to talk about it. 
Um, for those of you who really don't pay attention to um, news and media and, you know, what's really happening out here with people and how they live, I just basically want to bring it to attention. But most people know, like most people with the third eye, y'all know. So, you know, the news has lots of different topics that they discuss and topics that aren't discussed. Two different people found hanging in Georgia from a tree in Atlanta now in 2018. And that wasn't on the news for, I want to say, five days after it happened. And then more people kept talking about it. And then that's when you saw it randomly on some channels. My issue is, why wasn't that on the news when it, it was first known? Why wasn't that news when it was first known? Like, it's 2018. You have brown people still being hung in Georgia. And nobody has nothing to say. Two men dismembered in Oklahoma just a month ago. This is 2018. Because they're brown, it doesn't matter. Are we saying that's okay? Like, why isn't a bigger investigation taking place when things like this happen? This quote-unquote justice system constantly hangs us brown folks. Actually, I feel like they hang us because it's kind of like if you see a situation that's negative and bad and you really sweep it under the rug, you're just as guilty as the people who actually did that deed. Like, you have to have it equal across the board. Like, if it was a child no matter what their skin tone, would you be more interested in figuring out what happened, who did it, and getting justice? It should be the same thing. And when I say hang us, I'm, it's, it could be taken through words also. So I feel like let a white person do something in America that's negative I feel like the news tries to figure out what in their life may have justified them doing that. Instead of saying, oh, this person did something they knew that was wrong and they still went through and did it. Let's figure out how to, one, arrest them, two, lock them up, um, three, investigate, and four, actually get some justice and not write it off by saying, oh, they were uh, really spoiled or they were suffering from a sickness where your your family is really wealthy and you just don't know right from wrong. Or, you know, their mom and their father wasn't really around, so they suffered from depression or whatever all their life. They were always, you know, really angry all the time, so that's why they did it. Let's put them in psychiatric ward. And they don't get any time. And let's say people who are of a lighter skin tone or a different race or ethnicity that's not brown or that's not a minority, they get less time. They might get probation for like two years instead of getting life without parole 
like most brown people get. There was a lady, I want to say, um, she just got released, where over a marijuana charge, they gave her life without parole. A grandmother, she was of a brown skin tone, and they, the judge gave her life without parole. But can, then you could turn around and someone can be of a different race with the same charge, and you could give them a year probation or three months probation. That's not, to me, that's not an even justice system. And in that way, I feel like brown people are still being made examples of for other brown people to see this is what we're going to do. And we're, could be police. Uh, we could be um, a judge. We could be the system who constantly basically shows that they really don't care about people of a brown skin tone's well-being, that we don't care about your environment. I mean, look at look at Flint. Like, why do they still not have clean water? And you have every other state with clean water. If the United States had no clean water, do you know how many people be using their passports to leave? You have this one area in Flint, Michigan, that has not, hasn't had clean water in over a year. And you see that it's poisoning kids, families, uh, it's in school water, and you have people who live there still because they cannot afford to leave. They don't have any uh, means to move. They don't uh, have any family elsewhere, and that's where they live, and they shouldn't be forced out their homes because a government sat back and watch their water system go to shit and knew that it was going to go to shit and then they didn't do anything. That's not their fault. They shouldn't be pushed out of their homes because I guarantee you if the majority of people leave Flint, Michigan, I bet you that government's going to get it together and clean that water system and then rebuild that area where those people cannot move back because they cannot afford it. I mean, the systems in most major cities, they do it all the time. Look at Williamsburg, Brooklyn right now. Like, it's so gentrified. It's so gentrified. And the price for apartments is ridiculous. Condos, all types of stuff. And you basically push out the people who lived there for decades and knew of a certain community to be really authentic. And you push the people who were originally there out all to get people who want to live somewhere that looks a certain way. But it's not real. Meaning it's not real, meaning it's forced. You basically pushed out people who actually had homes there by raising up prices in stores, raising up prices in property tax, raising up prices in um, the way that they commute in and out of a certain area. That's all people trying to push you out. Even people who have brownstones in Chicago or New York or wherever and you have random notes that people leave on your door or at your mailbox that they would like to make an offer on your house. Did I sell out today I was um, selling my home? No. But a lot of people have this agenda where they would rather see you 
move out of an area so they can, you know, make their pockets bigger. And that's not right. That's not right that it could be a predominantly uh, area where people of a brown skin tone may live and nobody cleans around that area. Nobody cuts the trees. Nobody, uh, you know, maintains, you know, a, a great appearance of where they live. And then suddenly new property management is brought in. The uh, rent is higher than normal by probably $400, $500. People that originally lived there can't afford it, so they have to move out. And then you see, oh, the grass is cut. Oh, we have trash cans. Oh, it's very clean. Let's bring in the flowers. Let's make sure they have good mailboxes where all of them lock. Let's paint the buildings. Like It shouldn't be like that. Everyone should have a clean environment to raise their families in. Everyone should have a good school system to teach their children. Everybody should be treated as equal. Like anytime I see like documentaries of Japan or videos of Japan, do you know how clean that place looks compared to the United States? There's a reason why that is because the, the priority level of what's cared about is at an all-time low in the United States for me. And if I want to bring it back full circle, when it comes to, you know, punishments with people of a darker skin tone, it's more time that people of a dark skin tone may get compared to their counterparts. I mean, the punishments are way more harsh. African-American men get more time behind bars, sometimes twice the prison t- prison terms of whites with identical charges. It's a racist system. It's not a justice system. It's a racist system. There are more black men behind bars than they are outside in society with jobs. And then, you know, the other day I was passing, you know, some workers on the side of the road cutting grass or whatever and most of them were prison workers or they were like doing construction like jobs most of them were prison workers and I thought to myself you know what they're probably getting paid 25 cents a day but then when they're released and they want to go for a job of like construction or doing lawn care nobody's not going to want to hire anybody with a felon felony or any like jail time they won't be able to get that job that pays probably 20 plus dollars an hour. It's backwards. It's backwards. It's kind of like even this government system, they would award people who decide not to work with free health care, food stamps, cash assistance. But then when you work a job or two jobs, to make sure you can pay bills, make sure you can have um, food on your table, make sure you can slightly enjoy the days that you are off with your family. They look at you like, oh, you make too much money. We're going by your gross income. Well, my gross income is not what I'm spending, what I'm allowed to spend. I don't touch that money. So how can you go by my gross income to say what my salary is 
to say, well, I make too much money to have health insurance for my kids when I actually don't make that money on my check. It's backwards. It's kind of like they reward people for not doing for themselves. And then when you want to do for yourself, like open a business, get a loan for your business, they tell you no. And then when you do save the money or get the money from somewhere to have your own business, they want to do an investigation on how you got the money. But because they don't trust that it's honest. They want to see receipts. It's a backward system, and every day I understand why people in society, in order to get ahead, do under-the-table shit. Every day I understand why people may go a route of doing something quote-unquote illegal when we have politicians that do illegal shit all the time. I don't feel like politicians and people behind bars for those charges are any different. Or people in the government and people behind bars for whatever charges they have are any different. This is not a justice system. Judges are less likely to cut black men a break compared to white men. It's in stats. This is facts. We see it in the newspaper. We see it on the news. And it's bullshit. A criminal record leads to no future jobs. Diseases are caught more in prisons. In 2018, 2.3 million people were in prisons. 1,719 state prisons are now here. 102 federal prisons are now here. 1,852 juvenile correctional facilities are now here. And there's 3,000 163 local jails. And I do know that sometimes a jail gives jobs to the people of that community, but some prisons, private prisons, are making at the minimum 30000 per prisoner in a jail. So if you think about it, if a private prison and people who fund private prisons A lot of corporations fund private prisons that you have your insurance through, that you shop at. That's why you have to understand political values of who's putting their money towards what and what you're supporting. They're building these prisons more than they're building schools for children. They're getting 30,000 plus per prisoner in a jail. Like, there's there's no reason for it. There's no reason for a jail to have college courses for free, but then you have people outside of a prison who have to nickel and dime to save up to go to college. And when they have to go to college, they have to have financial aid which in turn, when they get out and they can't get the jobs that they needed to get to pay for school, they get in debt. Like, it doesn't make any sense. 3.7 million people are on probation in the United States. And when you're on probation, it's not, no, let's teach you how not to do the thing you got in trouble for. Let's build you up and show you 
ways to be better. Come to this class. Let's teach you a trade. It's not that. Probation is basically you checking in, sometimes pissing in a cup, sometimes paying hundreds of dollars to someone that works for a government to take your money for you doing something or being punished for doing something after you already did time in jail, after you already went to court to to hear a judge tell you what you need to do and how long you need to do it. I know plenty of people who've been on probation for the dumbest things. The dumbest things where that judge that's sentencing you for probably having weed on you at the time of, you know, you getting pulled over or something, probably has a son or, or a daughter at home right now blazing it up. And probably put you on probation for a year or more. And you got to pay every week 200 and something dollars to this probation officer that's not doing anything for you. And what do people do after they get off probation? They turn around and do the same thing they did to be on probation. It doesn't make any sense. Even let's, let's talk about this, you know, this Bill Cosby thing. He's found guilty. I'm not saying that what he did was okay. And he is guilty of what he did. But what about every other famous man who had victims come out, come forward? What is their taking away of rewards, shows, jobs, trial? Like, where is that at? It's more so that brown-skinned people are taken to the extreme to show or make examples of. For other brown skinned people. Where is Weinstein's trial at? Where is his time at. To be judged for what he did. To be punished for what he did. And that way I feel like. Brown people are. We're still being. You know. Hung out to be looked at. We're still being punished to be looked at. And I say, you know, the whole hanging similarity because back in the day, what they would do to punish blacks or AKA browns, because my skin is not black, but on my license, they like to put black. They basically would hang brown people and leave them hanging for the whole day. Their body is hanging from trees so people, other brown people can pass it. Their families have to stay all day and watch to make an example of, yeah, we did this. Look, we did this. Every time you pass this house, you gotta remember this. Don't do what this person did because this is what we're gonna do. And the same way by not, you know, putting our children or our fathers or our mothers or grandfathers on the news when, you know, fatal things happen, you're making an example of we don't care. Giving us harsher punishment when it comes to um, court compared to our white counterparts or a different race, you know, it tells us that we should be punished more because of what we look like.
when you have a city or a certain area in a city that doesn't have clean water, doesn't have um, healthy options of food to eat, doesn't have a good school system, it tells us brown people that you don't care, that we're, we deserve less. And I'm not saying that, you know, brilliant brown people can grow from environments like that. People have, you know, and people have given back, but it shouldn't be an automatic punishment because of what I look like that I have to live in a system like it is. It shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case. Why is the media and the law so one-sided? And if you're yellow purple, green, white, brown, black, red. I don't care what skin tone you are. That should be the question. Why is it so one-sided? In TV, internet, social media, it has a lot to do with people's stereotypical views about brown people. You know, how we're displayed on TV shows and videos. Other countries may judge, you know, that we don't know how to act or we don't know how to talk or we don't do things properly or we may not deserve to be eating in the same restaurant as them or traveling like them or if we do travel a lot they assume oh you must be a you know a flight attendant or what do you do oh when did you move in here mind your business if, I, if we live in the same building and you are white and I am black or you are Asian and I am brown, you, you shouldn't worry about what I do for a living on why I could afford the same place you could afford. We get the same rent on the first and we both pay our rent on the first. That is it. I live in 4A, you live in 4B. You have a great day. That's it. Mind your business. Because your right to be in your home is also my right to be in my home. My right for me to send my children to a school that can teach them and updated books, a clean environment, somewhere for them to have clean water is also your right for your child to have clean water, good books, resources, and have a good education. It shouldn't be nothing less. I don't care what color you are. There's no reason why prisons get funded so much money and you have schools that can't be built because there's no budget. Schools that can't have updated books because there's not enough in the budget. Poverty level so high in the United States. There's no reason for it. There's too many millionaires and billionaires living in the United States for we to, for us to have poverty levels so high. There's no reason for it. There's too many spaces where there's no buildings for us to have people sleeping on the street. Where are the shelters at? There's too many depressed kids out here for us to not to have counselors actually doing their jobs in school and understanding what's going on with the students in school. There's too many shootings at school on the news too frequently, especially this year already, and we're only in June. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I don't feel any, I don't feel like anybody's really questioning or coming up with, like, a new method of how they're going to do things to prevent these issues. I feel like it's just something that's swept under the rug. Oh, just go with the flow. 
I bet you by next month, the end of July, there's going to be another issue with some kids in school, which only makes me want to homeschool my kids. But at the same time, I don't have the luxury of not going out to a job to work and bring money into my home. So I have to send my kids to school. I would love to homeschool my kids. There needs to be a level, some type of balance when it comes to how children are treated, how people live. The government needs to come to the front to answer questions on why things aren't done in a proper manner across the board. We have to question these things. We need a new way of doing things. And I'm tired of like saying RIP, I'm tired of saying we need justice. I don't see the point in protesting. I want to see some change. And if there's no change, I don't want to watch the news. I don't want to hear about anything else. That should be the focus. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry for going so dark, being so serious this episode, but I just, I'm just tired of seeing the news be the same consistent bullshit over and over and over again. I'm tired of it. I just want some change, 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 change. That's all. You can hit me up at 2artsy. Shan underscore gets it on IG. You can leave a voicemail. You can comment. Email me at whoishan.com. Whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? I just need more people to be educated on what's really going on. Question everything. Believe nothing when it's brought to you. Figure it out for yourself. Read. Still have you scrolling through IG? Scrolling through Twitter? Read. Hit an article. Hit a Barnes & Noble. Take your butt to the library. Read. I'm out. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 